0: Well, you have nothing else to do, so do want you sit here and listen to the somewhat official podcast of the Memphis Express with Daniel and Michelle. The unofficial podcast of the Memphis Express, bringing you news, stories, videos, and so much more. This is Expressing Gold. Welcome aboard, Flight Crew. This is your Captain Speaking. My name is Daniel, accompanied by Michelle. And thank you for joining us on another journey on the Memphis Express and Goal podcast.
1: Hell yeah. And today we have so much to talk about. I mean, seriously, my phone has been blowing up with news. <laughs> the roster, the 52-man roster was finalized today. So we will be getting to that definitely.
0: Absolutely. And it's been kind of a crazy day to try and keep up with everything because somebody said that the cuts are going to be made on the 29th. And we all thought it was going to be on the 30th, and it's just kind of caused a lot of confusion and speculation that didn't really need to happen.
1: But anyway, now we know the final roster and we're ready to bring it to you guys. But what do we got first?
0: Before we get started, I do want to mention and remind you that we do have merch available at MemphisAAF.com slash merch. We got hoodies because it has been
1: so freaking cold.
0: Nice uh, nice censorship there because <laughs> we are now a family-friendly podcast, so swearing is a no-no. Oh. Uh we were talking uh <laughs> shoot when we were saying uh you'll was... no, we'll
1: have to know he just edited that because he said the other one first anyway
0: so we have a like a twitter chat group uh, with all the other aaf podcasts and i think it was van awesome that said michelle sounds like she lost her best friend whenever we we're talking about having to center ourselves
1: yeah so i thought that was so funny <laughs> I'm going to try to not be disappointed. Going to try to come up with other colorful language that is uh, family friendly. So here we go. Week two.
0: (laughs) Anywho, we do have merch available hoodies, t shirts, long sleeve shirts, leggings, uh, a bunch of fun stuff. So go check that out and help support the show.
1: And keep warm with some really cool merch.
0: Absolutely. Now, getting into the itinerary for this flight.
1: Ooh, that was smooth. (laughs) All right, go ahead.
0: I've been practicing. Not the AAF app, but there is a- another fantasy football app out there. Now, let me clarify before we get. Oh, okay,
1: in. A, okay, okay. Tell me more.
0: It's not a actual what you would think of as a mobile app that you download onto your phone. It's a web app. There's a website where you can actually participate in fantasy football right now. Just know that if you go to sports.com, there is a AAF fantasy system that you can. It's still in development, so there's still some bugs going on. But it is going to... It, it is really cool. Awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Are you going to play?
0: So I was thinking about... Yeah, I'm going to play. the Me and like the other podcasters for the AAF, we're going to have a league. And somebody mentioned in our Facebook group that... And if you want to join, it's Memphis Express and Gold Flight Crew. James Stefan Lott suggested that we start a fantasy league for our listeners.
1: Ah, J is for James. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. On Instagram.
1: Yeah, so... We're starting a, a league for people in our Facebook group?
0: Yeah, for the flight crew. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so if you want to join, join the Facebook group so you can be in the know for what's going on. And James actually offered to be the commissioner, so we don't have to deal with that.
1: Less work for me. I love it.
0: <laughs> so if you want to participate, not sure if it's going to be like on the AAF app or it's on this all other one. Maybe we'll do two and tell them both out. Well, sweet. Yeah, which we do know speculatively when the... Alliance app's coming out.
1: I call BS. (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear the pause in my voice? Stop. I don't think it's happening.
0: Well, I'm cautiously optimistic. Somebody sat down with uh, a developer on the engineering team and kind of got some information out of them. Okay. It should be launched between February 2nd and the 4th.
1: That's this weekend, isn't it? Is it? Friday's the 1st? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. early next week. Yeah, they had some bugs they had to deal with that was unexpected.
1: I mean, but that's to be expected, that there will be bugs.
0: Absolutely. And apparently it's not that big of a deal. So we should get a whole bunch of features coming out next week.
1: That's really exciting.
0: Yeah, they used the um, the preseason games to test it all out. So part of why we couldn't watch the preseason games, because they still need to actually work out all these things. And you don't want to put... An unfinished product out to the world.
1: Right. Whenever they present this to everyone, they want it to be right. They want it to be done the right way. So it makes sense. As much as we would want to watch all this stuff because we're super fans, I I want them to come out with the best that they have to offer because we all are loving it and we want this to be a thing. But it's got to look good to everyone else to get them to want to join our party.
0: Yeah, and there's already so much hate out there. And just like, it's like we talked about in past episodes where people are against this league just to be against it. Not because for any real reason, just because past attempts at startup football leagues have failed. They're just assuming this is going to fail. So if they were to broadcast the game with all the bugs and all the hiccups, that'll just kind of turn people away. So I'm glad that they're waiting to get it right before they release it to the public. And the, these preseason scrimmages were really the first chance that the engineering team has had to really test it out because they've had joint practices, but they're not—it's not real football. The teams aren't actually like—they're not aiming to win; they're just running through drills. So it's not like you can't really—it's
1: not the same thing as a game, right? 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 Okay. So Dan showed me this before we we started recording. Another really cool thing that the engineering team has done is they've been hosting flag football games with just locals around what, San Antonio. Yeah. So I'm assuming. people are just showing up dressed, ready to play some black football so that the engineering team can really, like, get everything right, which is so cool.
0: Yeah. It'd be fun to watch that. that would be just a fun experience.
1: It's another way to bring people in.
0: Yeah. I should apologize now just in case my voice sounds weird. I've had this cough cold thing for a couple days now and I've been trying to get over it, but it just, it's persistent.
1: I do not want any part of this. I've, <laughs> I've got travel coming up soon. Yeah. I, nope. Keep it far away from me.
0: Now, talking about the preseason scrimmage, they used that, the engineering team being they, used that as like a dress rehearsal. So they had everybody there. So like the whole broadcast team, refs, that crew, production, like everything was going on to like a real game.
1: Man, that would have been cool to be there. I understand. Like we already said, they can't broadcast that because there's bugs or whatever. But just to be there and watch the whole thing kind of behind the scenes just would be so cool.
0: Yeah, that would have been really cool.
1: Like, it would have been really cool if we could have just gone to San Antonio for like a month. Just hung out, <laughs> watched practices, seen this dress rehearsal. Like, it just would have been really cool. So let's get into these preseason games. Tell me about how they went. I know there was a lot of speculation about what the final score was of the Memphis Express and Stallions game. So give me some more info on that.
0: So there's not actually a whole lot out there. So the few articles that were written about it, it's like every team I like had, you know, their team report or whatever wrote an article about how the game went. And they later went back and edited those articles to take out any mention of the stats from the game. Because they don't really want that getting out there because so the NFL preseason is more beneficial than these games were. These games were not really to they weren't really playing the games to win. It was more like evaluating certain players, but like the stats are so irrelevant that they don't really want them out there.
1: But they're relevant to fans. Like I wanna know.
0: It's fun to know. But what's funny. It's despite all that, the engineering team had their API going the entire time with up-to-date stats and plays and everything. Uh So people like afterwards dove into the stats and got all this data from it. Nice. Yeah. So we know that Hackenberg went nine for 15. I think it was like 126 yards and a touchdown.
1: Which is not good.
0: Well, I think he did like one or two drives. So it's actually not that bad. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Menberger went two for two for 20 yards. Okay. Silvers, I can't remember. I think it was like three for five. A
1: whopping 20 yards, eh?
0: <laughs> On two plays. All right. Which is actually pretty good. Okay. Troy Cook didn't play at all. Weird. We later learn out why, so we'll get to that in a minute.
1: Okay. Ooh, building suspense. I love it.
0: Fabian Guerrera, he caught the touchdown pass from Heckenberg. All right. Yeah, real exciting there. And then I can't remember who it was. I think it was a tight end, but somebody ran, uh, rushed in for a touchdown. So, our offense seems pretty good. It seems to be clicking really well. It's our defensive side that I'm worried about, and really, our run defense. Why? Because we allowed 155 rushing yards. Uh, uh, yeah, it's like an average of like seven yards per rush, something something crazy like that.
1: That's a lot. Yeah. Because rushing never works. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is an inside joke between Dan and I. How many years ago was this?
0: It was... Four or
1: five? It was forever ago. It was a while ago. We were watching football, and I asked Dan legitimately. Now, this is before I was like the level of fan I am now. But I was (laughs) like, why do teams rush the ball? Why why is there a run game at all? Because rushing never works. Well, of course, that has been disproven over and over and over and (laughs) and over again.
0: So every time there's like a 10-yard rush, we always say, rushing never works.
1: (laughs) So we can say from this past preseason game, rushing never works.
0: Not for the Express, apparently, because we only ran for, like, 50 yards.
1: And we allowed 156? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, okay, okay.
0: And, like, 40-something of those yards came from one guy. And that is Zach Stacey. It was Rayshawn Neal had, like, the majority, like, 40-something yards. And then the other running backs barely got anything.
1: Okay, so tell me more. Because you've told social media and me that you don't think that we should be worried. So tell me more about why you don't think we should I'm worried.
0: <laughs> I'm worried about... Like our run defense and our run game, just because that despite it being a scrimmage game, we weren't able to get production. But again, it's really hard to evaluate since they aren't running the same offense. They're not really for it's really hard to tell. Is this indicative of the future?
1: Well, and also too, now that I'm thinking about it. This is before they were down to the final roster, right? So there were a lot of. It was probably very beneficial that this was before that happened because they were able to make cuts, see what works, see what's not working, stuff like that. So hopefully the first game of the season is going to be better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I have have good feeling about it. Our our past defense apparently was really good. Our front seven seems to be strong. A lot of pressure on the quarterback.
1: Sweet. That's really exciting.
0: Yeah. And in today's... Football. I was about to say NFL, but like in football today, the way the game's played, it's really pass heavy. So if we have a good pass defense, that will really solve a lot of our problems. Even if our run defense isn't that great, they can't pass the ball. It'll be it'll be very beneficial. So we get a listener question. righty. or maybe a follower. I'm not sure, but they reply to our. I have a, a pen tweet on my Twitter to call in or ask a question. For the show. Mm -hmm. So that's where they asked this. I'm going to assume it was meant for the show. Okay. Um, And if you want to call in and ask a question and be on the show, just call us at 901-352-0177. Leave a voicemail and maybe we'll play it on the show. Yes,
1: please call in. We love it.
0: Or just go to our Twitter at Memphis AAF And it's a pinned tweet at the very top. Anywho, so Dominic Sura at Dom Sura, S-U-R-R-A, asked, What does it take on Hackenberg? Sounds like he did well in scrimmage.
1: Well, I have a couple thoughts on this. Tell me. Hack attack. Okay, so based on the joint practices that we talked about a little bit last week, he wasn't brought up a whole lot, which led me to believe that maybe he wasn't going to make the final roster. And and I've been kept in the dark about the roster. I've been trying to stay off of social media, or at least like AAF-related social media all day, so there's no spoilers. So I can find out what's going on on the roster live here on the podcast. So anyway... Based on the joint practice, no idea. Based on the scrimmage, he was what, nine for 15, we just said? Yeah. So not great, but not awful. I mean, how does that rank?
0: Yeah, it's a 60% completion rate, which isn't terrible.
1: But not great.
0: No. But like, if, I mean, if he does that for the entire season, like, it'd be pretty, it'd be good. He'd be, I think that's like above average or it's like right around average.
1: But once we get to the roster, we'll obviously. Find out where he stands on the team, or at least if he made the team or not. So we'll be able to provide more information once we get to that part of the show.
0: Yeah. So basically, according to the team reporter who wrote an article about the preseason scrimmage, Madden Bacon Cheeseburger had been kind of leading the QBs during training camp. But based on Hackenberg's performance at the preseason game, he may be in the running for the starting quarterback.
1: Which is shocking, because based on the reporting from training camp, he was hardly mentioned.
0: Right. So it's kind of shocking to see him kind of step up during the preseason game. But if you're going to, it's better to do it there than...
1: Maybe they're trolling us like they did when they were drafting quarterbacks because they never said anything about Troy Cook. They let everyone think Met and Bacon Cheeseburger was going to go first.
0: But maybe it's been Hackenberg all along. Okay. Anyway. (laughs) So we'll get to that in a little bit. Now, we do have a new review. All right. It's a five-star review. Uh, It's actually from the podcast Apollo Audible. Who covers the Orlando Apollos? Okay, uh, fairly new podcast. Go check him out. Uh, but he says funny couple to listen to about the Memphis Express and the AAF in general.
1: Hell yeah, we're funny. <laughs> can I say hell now?
0: I I feel like hell is one of those. It's like in the the FCC approved list.
1: <laughs> okay, so I can get one for you per episode.
0: There it is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So where did this um, review come from?
0: Uh, I believe it was on iTunes.
1: All right. We would love more iTunes reviews, possibly five stars if you're feeling like giving us that much love. So to review us, leave a comment, whatever. I don't know, iTunes. I don't like this.
0: If you're on iTunes, you probably know how to leave a review there. If not, go to memphisaaf.com slash review, and it'll take you to our Podchaser account, and you can leave a rating and review there.
1: Yeah, do it. We'll read it all online if it's good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, obviously, we've proven that even if it's not good, that we'll still read it.
1: I'll just be really angry about it.
0: And you won't like her when she's angry. She's not fun to be around.
1: <laughs> right. Just just come over to our house before it's dinner time and we're not cooking dinner yet.
0: Yeah. The hanger is real.
1: Hanger is so real.
0: <laughs> so mark your calendars. I don't know what day to mark it. I didn't look it up, but it's going to be in one of the later games of the season. Well, that's unhelpful. But the Southern Hot Wing Festival is going to happen at the Liberty Bowl. Sweet. Win. Sometime later in the season, in oh, April, okay. I think. with one of the last couple weeks.
1: Wait, is this what we were talking to Jacob about last week? It's going to take place at Tiger Lane and parking. There's going to be like a weird parking situation, but they're yeah. going to come out. Like They're still working on the details of parking because it's on a game day. Yeah. So once they have more information, we'll find that out and we'll tell you about it.
0: Yeah. Well, part of we'll bring it up next week because Jacob sent us an email saying that they're finishing up all the parking and all that information. All right. So he's going to come back on the show next week and give you and let us know. Okay. And hopefully we can get Devin on the show so she can talk about the tailgate competition that's coming up.
1: Yeah, that'd be awesome.
0: Yeah. And hopefully he'll have the information about the Hot Wing Festival and what's going on then. All right. So tune in next week. Don't miss that because it's going to be fun.
1: And if you have any questions for Jacob regarding the stadium, uh, possible fan experience, ticket sales, anything like that, let us know, you know, all the social media, emails, all that stuff. Yeah.
0: Leave a comment. Send us a message. Do what you got to do.
1: Send a smoke signal. Boom. <laughs> Carry your pigeon.
0: All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so can we put the trade table up on the news and updates?
1: Yes, let's please.
0: Before we get into our main event, I want to shout out our producers.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who we got this week?
0: So Brian Winsloff, Van Awesome, Andrew Martin, Rodrigo Gomez, Dakota Muller, and... Our executive producer this week is Zachary Garten.
1: All right. Thanks, Zach.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for your support on the show. If you want to be a producer, all you got to do is go to MemphisAAF.com slash Patreon, sign up, and you'll be shouted out on the show.
1: And you get a vinyl sticker and a shirt. Yes? No?
0: The first 10 patrons will get a free shirt. And then after that, it's going to be a certain tier that'll get the shirt, as well as the vinyl sticker once we get all that printed out. I'm talking to the guy now about getting those shirts made, so it shouldn't be too much longer. So, it is coming, I promise. I also brought up having beanies made, so hopefully we can get some beanies to keep us warm during these games.
1: It's been too damn cold, I'm going to need a beanie.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Now on to the main event. Mm 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 The roster has been finalized and released. (gasps) So I got it right here. <laughs> this is a list of all fifty. Well, okay. So they announced that it was a fifty-two man roster, but I counted. There's only fifty-one. So I, I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. All right. Because there may be something going on. We'll see. The intrigue is really real. <laughs> so Michelle, what questions do you have?
1: Well, I guess I just want to hear. I, I don't. I don't want to hear
0: every player on the list.
1: Kind of. <laughs> is that? That's a lot.
0: That is a lot. So let's see.
1: Let's do quarterbacks last. All right. Did Corden Moog make the team? He did. Not disappointed, not surprised.
0: Okay. So actually about that, I was talking to David Connors.
1: And this is to update you guys. He is the future son-in-law of Mike Singletary, the head coach of the Express.
0: Corden Moog, not David Connors.
1: Right. Uh, right. right, right. <laughs> Who is a tight end? Yes. Okay.
0: So he's still listed on the website as a running back, but on the official roster, he's listed as a tight end. Okay. Corden Mook, not David Connors. David Connors is a really smart dude who loves football, and he was looking into him, and apparently. So Corden Moog is a bigger guy, but he's surprisingly athletic. Okay. So which could be really beneficial in the red zone. Okay. So as a, a rugby player, one of the big things is blocking. Like, yeah. If you've seen rugby, you know there's a lot of blocking. So if he already has that skill as a tight end, that is hugely beneficial. But if he can also get out and catch a pass in the end zone, during like a red zone situation, perfect. Especially since you have to go for a two-point conversion. Somebody like that could be a great weapon in those situations.
1: Okay. You're telling me why in theory this will work, but I'm still kind of holding my breath on whether or not this was the best decision to make for the roster.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Time will tell. All right. So we'll see. All right. So let's start with the defensive backs. Okay. Now on the roster, they're listed as cornerbacks and no safeties. So I'm not sure who's going to be playing what. Okay. But just some notable names. Justin Martin, he's a guy that caught the interception during yeah, uh, yeah. joint practice, I think. Charles James II. Doesn't ring a bell. He so do you remember the I don't know if we've ever watched them together, but it's the NFL's top one hundred. Every year they grade uh the top one hundred players in the league. Okay. Charles was one of the guys that was like on that for like a couple years in the row. In a oh, row. Oh really? Yeah, he was a cornerback for the Texans. Okay. So he's on the team now. Exciting. Yeah. Another name, uh, Malik Boynton.
1: Oh, I know that name for sure.
0: He was a guy that came to tryouts and secured a roster spot.
1: Now here's a guy.
0: He was the one that the article was written about, like from homelessness to something.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I knew that I knew the name.
0: Yeah. So it's a guy who's gone through a lot and like he's living his dream now. Sweet. So really exciting. So we're keeping nine cornerbacks on the roster, which seems like a lot. Yep, it does. Not if you think like, if you do like five or six cornerbacks and three or four safeties, then it actually makes sense. Okay. You look. You have a confused look on your face.
1: I'll, I'll take your word for it. See, this is where we get into the intricacies of football that you know a lot better than I do. So if you think that this is reasonable, then I'll just go with it.
0: Well, well why? Like, Tell me, like, well, talk it through. Like, why don't you think it's reasonable?
1: Because, I mean, I guess it's a physical position. Like, other than kickers and punters or whatever, it they're all physical. But why would you need... I mean cuz I feel like three running backs is reasonable. Is yeah. it? Okay. Why would you need five or six cornerbacks and like three running backs?
0: A running back, you're only going to have typically one on the field at a time, maybe two.
1: But I thought that was true for cornerbacks.
0: Cornerbacks, you're going to have two on your in your base defense, so the the defense you run for most plays. You're going to have two cornerbacks on the field.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. See, now that makes a lot more sense.
0: Yeah, during obvious passing plays, you're going to have Three cornerbacks on the field.
1: Wow. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: So if you do have three cornerback positions, you have so you have the two outside corners and the slot cornerback, three corner positions. Therefore, play- you
1: need five to six. Yeah. Gotcha.
0: So let's talk about the linebackers. Okay. So they're the ones, if you don't know, if you're not familiar, they're- AKA,
1: sa- he's talking to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they're the ones that are behind the defensive line.
1: But in front of the corners and safeties? Correct. Okay.
0: If you think of the defense in three levels, you got the defensive line lined up on this line of scrimmage going up against the offensive line. Sure. Behind them, you got the linebackers. Okay. Then, essentially, behind them, you're going to have your cornerbacks and your safeties.
1: Otherwise known as the defensive backs? Correct. Gotcha.
0: Because the cornerback and safety are similar positions, so they're kind of grouped in as defensive backs. Okay. But they're at the third level. The second level is going to be your linebackers, and then your first level is going to be your... Defensive line.
1: Gotcha. Welcome to Football 101.
0: <laughs> and that's why we make such a great team because we can break down these intricacies. Yep. So that everybody can understand and appreciate.
1: And I'll probably forget just like everyone else. So we'll go, we'll do this again next week.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> so go into the linebackers. So Quinn Goss, if you remember from last episode, he was the one that got the pump block on defense. All right. Which is really exciting. Not something that happens a lot. Because
1: as we say, that's rare. Yeah. Cool.
0: Davis Toll is a guy that's been standing out in training camp. All right. Colton Jumper is a fun name. Yeah. Uh, he played for Tennessee. Okay. Uh, DeMarcus Gates, another guy that's been standing out.
1: That name sounds familiar.
0: Yeah. He, he had a couple plays during training camp. Uh, the one name that's not on the list, Dale Warren, which is really shocking because like he was the one that in like the first recap that we got, got a lot of praise from Singletary. And as we know from training- oh.
1: Oh, right, he yeah. said. Um, what did he? say? Somebody's said? been listening. Yep, 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 yep. Well, not listening enough, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang! Harsh.
1: <laughs> I'm not the one that cut him.
0: But as we know from tryouts, like getting praised on singletary is not an easy thing to do. Yeah. But with that being said, you know about 20 guys got cut. We wish the best one. We're not going to focus on who got cut because it doesn't really matter. They put everything they had into the game. Um, you know, things just don't work out. And, you know, we wish them the best of luck with whatever they're doing. Absolutely. Hopefully they get picked up by another team because that's still a possibility. Okay. So we have eight defensive linemen. Okay. And that's going to be a combination of defensive ends and defensive tackles. Sure. So that is a very exhausting position.
1: I was about to say, which do you think of all the positions is the most, like, physical exertion?
0: I would say linemen. Defensive linemen. Okay. Because that's when you're going to have a lot of rotation. So a quarterback is going to play the entire game. Your offensive linemen are going to play the entire game. Running backs, you'll swap out every now and then. Safeties and corners are probably going to play most of the game. Linebackers will come in and out based on what the defense is doing, depending on how many linebackers you need. But typically, your top linebackers are going to play most of the game. But your linemen is where there'll be a lot of rotation, just because they get tired. Oh, wow. Okay. So some names that stick out to me, Sam Montgomery. Heard it. Uh, he's the guy that was interacting with me on Twitter whenever he first got signed. Cool. Uh, Anthony Johnson, who I think is a defensive end. Okay. Um, pretty much the day after he signed with the team, he was making an immediate impact in training camp. Wow. So that's a big signing. That's cool. Corey Vereen is just a popular local guy. He played for uh, Tennessee. Okay. And that's all I really see on defensive line that I can see right now. Okay. Moving on. To the offensive line. Okay. Jessamine Dunker, one I'm... of the guys we interviewed.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's a friend of Devin's.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go into the tight ends. Let's do it. Adrian Robinson, Brandon Barnes, and Corden Moog. Okay. Not too sure about any of them. All right. Um, The fact that we traded for a guy, and I think that guy was cut. That's weird. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's part of the game.
1: Yeah. But we speculated that he was going to be... That we need. What was it?
0: Well, it just shows that the team doesn't have a whole lot of confidence in the tight end group.
1: But then they cut him.
0: Yeah. So I guess they didn't have confidence in him either. Weird. Yeah. All right. So hopefully this is not a offense that requires too much of the tight ends. So maybe they're just more for run blocking, mm-hmm. and maybe that's what we need since our run offense isn't great, okay. or at least it wasn't great during the preseason scrimmage.
1: All this is making me nervous. Uh, I mean, obviously, this is pure speculation. I have no idea what's going on.
0: Well, the thing about tight ends, if you look at the NFL, they're either superstars or they're nobodies. There's really no in between. So you have, you know, if you look at the top of the list, you got. Travis Kelsey. George Kittle. Oh, yeah. He's number one. I'm putting him number one. That's my boy. (laughs) You would. Travis Kelsey, number two. Rob Gronkowski and Zach Ertz. Mm hmm. Right there. And that's about it. So it's like out of 32 teams, about 100 tight ends in the league, you got four or five guys that actually stand out. Yeah. So not a important position if you don't have somebody there. If they can run block, you know, obviously, like, blocking doesn't get a whole lot of attention.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's just blocking.
0: Yeah. So if they're good blockers, then perfect. That's what we need. Because our wide receivers seem really good. Okay, cool. We got Reese Horn who was a standout during training camp. Absolutely. Alden Howard was a fan favorite at Tennessee. Okay. Fabian Guerrero.
1: I've heard his name so many times, and I still don't know how to pronounce it correctly.
0: Hopefully I'm pronouncing it correctly, but if not, that's a guy that can really ball out. So I've got a lot of confidence in our wide receiver, so I don't think our passing game is going to be an issue.
1: It's just that run game.
0: Yeah. And at running back, we have Zach Stacy. Sweet. Rajon Neal. Uh huh. Terrence McGee. All right. Anthony Monzo Lewis. That's a name. (laughs) That's three names. So Zach Stacey, obviously a big name in football. Uh, Rajon Neal, he had the most rushing yards during the preseason game. Okay. So that's a good sign. That is a good sign. I'm not sure too much about Terrence McGee or Anthony Monzo Lewis. Okay. I believe one of them is like a good receiving running back. Okay. So... That's always a benefit to have.
1: But I thought that they just ran.
0: No, not all of them. Like running back, obviously, their big job is running. Right. All right. So the running back is a very multifaceted position.
1: You got to be able to get handoffs and run. <laughs> no?
0: There's more to it than that. Okay. If you think back to our interview with Bubba Jenkins, yeah, one of the things that I praised him on and really kind of stood out to me about him is that, so there's really like three Aspects to being a running back running the ball, catching the ball, and blocking. Okay. So during passing plays, you could keep the running back behind to pick up any blitzes or like anybody who gets to the offensive line as like a second layer protection for the quarterback. Okay. In other passing plays, they could act like they're going to block, but then run out on a route to receive the ball. Oh, okay. If you think of like Le'Veon Bell, he's really good. Uh, receiver gotcha. as a running back and they're really hard to cover because typically you'll have like a linebacker on your running back and running backs are completely quicker than a linebacker so they're a, a mismatch when it comes to covering them okay and that just leaves the quarterbacks the quarterbacks
1: all right my suspicion is met and bacon cheeseburger and after that i really don't know because Obviously, Troy Cook was the first name. He was the first quarterback picked up, but we haven't heard much about him recently. So I don't know. And we heard the least about Hack Attack. Yes. Yet now it's being reported that he could get the top spot. Yeah. So I, I really have no idea.
0: So if you follow me on social media, and I think I've mentioned it on the show, but my prediction was that Mettenberger would be the starter, Troy Cook as backup, and Brandon Silver is the third string, and Hack Attack cut from the team.
1: You gave everyone their regular name except for Hack Attack.
0: <laughs> My apologies. But that was not meant to be. Okay. So we don't know what the death chart is. so We don't know who the starting quarterback is yet. Okay. But Zagman, Bacon Cheeseburger made the team. Okay. Brandon Silver Surfer. Okay. And Christian Hack Attack.
1: I was wondering if that was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I just, I said it here. I was like, we haven't heard much about him. Yep. About Troy the Ice Cook.
0: Yeah, so he did not make the final roster.
1: What do you think? What are your thoughts? I bet that there was a huge buzz about it.
0: (laughs) So many people are upset because like, well, our first round pick and he didn't make the team, blah, blah, blah. It's like, one, you can't really evaluate these guys before the draft. Yeah. There's really no opportunity. They, you know, they had to go on their college gameplay. And for, like, Hackenberg and Mettenberger, you know, they had a little bit of pro experience. So, really, like, you're kind of going blind. So, looking back at what Troy Cook did in college, they saw something there that could be a benefit. And that was the fact that he knew the system. Singletary is wanting to run. So, they're hoping that he could pick it up a lot faster and be a lot further ahead in learning the playbook than some of the other guys. Yeah. Apparently, that wasn't the case. Or the other guys were able to pick it up just as fast, and his skill didn't really match up.
1: Have there been any, like, press releases about it or anything?
0: Just an announcement that of what the roster is. No, like, they're not talking about who was cut or, uh as well.
1: Do you think that we'll ever find out officially?
0: No. No, I can't imagine they would broadcast that. There's no really reason to. I mean, the fact that he got cut is enough. If he is looking to get signed elsewhere, like we don't really need to talk about why he didn't match up or why he wasn't good enough.
1: Because he could work amazing in another system.
0: Exactly. And the coaches thought that these three had the best chance of winning with us. What are your thoughts? Not many. You know, we don't know what happened at training camp. So I can't really make any predictions about how good they're going to be. We've been in the dark about everything. So it's just kind of I trust. The judgment of the coaches.
1: Until proven otherwise.
0: Exactly. Yep. So we'll see uh, week one, February 10th against the Boringham Iron.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about it today. We're like just over a week out from the first game.
0: Yeah, it's something like eight or nine days. Isn't that
1: crazy? We've been talking about this since May. Like that's insane that it's here. So freaking excited. Are there travel plans nailed down? Or Is there a caravan happening? Are we getting a bus?
0: I know it's been brought up a couple times in the Facebook groups about maybe, like, running a charter bus or doing something. Okay. I don't know if anything official or, like, concrete has been, uh, any plans have been made. Okay. So.
1: See you in Birmingham.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, uh, we forgot to bring up the special teams. Did we? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, guys. The often forgotten, uh, vitally important (laughs) guys out there. So, Ryan Navarro is our long snapper. And Brad Wing is our punter.
1: All right. Way to go, dudes.
0: Yeah. We don't have a kicker. Do we need one? For field goals. Oh. Maybe they think Brad... Okay, so here's what I mentioned earlier, that there's some...
1: What about Josh Jackson? John... Jasper? What was his... Jasper. Uh-huh.
0: So he wasn't listed on the official roster.
1: Do you think that that's the 52nd man?
0: That could be. Because a relative of his was in like the Facebook group because people are saying like we don't have a kicker here's a roster she was saying that he signed a contract I don't know what's going on but we have the official roster list 51 guys and she's saying he's on the team so maybe there's some sort of clerical error gotcha and he's left on the roster or maybe somebody's mistaken okay then so uh, we'll see we'll keep you updated that's all I got you got anything
1: I don't have anything else Thank you so much for flying Express and Gold. We will see you next week for your next flight. Have a good week. And i out. Oh, you bitch. <laughs>